What's up, guys? Welcome back to another edition of 101 Sports and Cards. As always, I'm Nathan Holloway. With me, Jared Rush. What's going on? We're going to start out in the NFL, where mandatory mini camps are underway for basically the whole NFL. Lamar Jackson was surprisingly at Ravens training camp the other day. Of course, still searching for his extension. Do you think they'll get an extension done? The thing for him is, it's weird because he does not have, he is actually his own agent. He doesn't actually have an agent. Technically, his mom's his agent. But he is completely working with the Ravens himself to get a deal done. They should. He's the future of that team. Yeah, it'll happen. He'll become the highest paid quarterback ever. I think he was just waiting to see all these other quarterbacks sign. Talking about a guy who did get signed and became the highest paid safety ever, Minka Fitzpatrick signed a four-year extension with the Steelers worth $73.6 million. Got paid. So the Steelers' defense stays making money and being good while their offense sucks because Kenny Pickett is not going to be as good as they think that he's going to be. Moving on to the association. The Warriors took a 3-2 series lead over the Celtics. Of course, Curry went off in Game 4, struggled in Game 5. Yes, ended his record of, what, 232 straight games with a 3. A record that will probably never be broken unless he does it himself. And, uh, yeah, Wiggins has been balling balling out. Can the Celtics come back? Can they win two straight games? I don't know. This team was gassed. Tatum, Jalen have played every minute of the game, basically. Every I mean, I saw the stat on when I was watching Get Up this morning on ESPN that Tatum and Brown and Horford have played, played 48 minutes of the. F- no, they in the playoffs. Tatum has played like 929 minutes, yeah. and then Jalen Brown's right underneath him. Al Horford's right underneath him. For the Warriors, Clay has the most, and it's like 690 yeah. something. Those so, benches isn't as deep. Bench is also terrible. Yeah. They're just gassed. And I don't know. I hope they do, but I don't think they will. Tatum's also been playing terrible, yeah. especially in the fourth quarter. Went one for five the other night. Jalen Brown just seems like he's just chucking up shots now. He's pulling a Marcus Smart. Yeah. And Al Horford just hasn't shown up after game one where everybody thought that he was going to win finals MVP. Yeah. <laughs> Talking about finals MVP, if the Warriors win it, it's Curry. I mean, I don't know. If Wiggins keeps puts it together another good game. It's Curry. 100%. It's Curry. It should be Andrew. Without Andrew, that team really ain't winning last night's game. And they probably ain't winning game Two four. Nights ago. Two nights ago. Yeah. And they're probably not winning game four. It's still Curry. Yeah. Curry put up 43 the other night. It'll be Curry no. just because. Because it's Steph Point. I, I want to ask you this question. No. Because this was some... Some things that have been talked about. If Curry wins Finals MVP and wins this championship, if you're going down the same route, you're saying no. Will he become the best point guard ever? No. Thank you. Over at Jack Settlement on Snapback Sports, he put a thing on his here to argue yesterday, and like 70% said yes, that he would be. No. He's not better than Magic. He will never be better than Magic. Nobody will ever be better. Unless you get like a 6'10 point guard that can do everything better than what Magic could. Because Magic can do literally everything. Clay Thompson, his lookalike, got banned from the Chase Center for life after Game 5 coming in and acting like Clay. Of course, he was not even asked for his ID. He showed up in full game uniform, which I don't think Clay has ever done. And then he went out onto the court and his, uh, his shots... His shooting form looked nothing like it. He airballed a layup. I don't think Clay's ever done that in his life. 
<laughs> and then finally, they Come caught on. him and banned him from life. Of course, he really didn't care. <laughs> Good content. It was just a great story. A not-so-great story. Montrez Harrell is facing up to five years in prison for felony drug charges after he was pulled over, and originally it said that he had five pounds of marijuana on him in the car. He did not. He had less than that, but he is still facing up to five years. Nice. So, yeah, Montrez, sorry to tell you, your career's over. Yeah. Zach Levine is expected to re-sign with the Bulls, thankfully. And the first trade of the offseason, I guess. It's not really the offseason yet. There's still two games, possibly two games left of the finals. But the first trade saw the Nuggets send Jamichael Green in a first-round pick to OKC for the 30th pick. And, I mean, OKC also sent, I believe, two second-round picks. OKC has enough picks. That doesn't really matter. And, I mean, they had, what, four picks in the first round, so they just wanted to get rid of one. So, and Jamichael Green's actually a solid player. I don't think it's going to really matter for the Thunder, but Nobody of course we will be giving our mock draft top 10 picks next week because the NBA draft is next Thursday. I am very excited. Are you excited? Probably not because Celtics have no picks. Yeah. Because <laughs> you know who has their pick? The Spurs. Yeah. But you got Derek White from it. Yay. <laughs> you had one good playoff game. <laughs> Two. He was good in game one and two. And ever since that, he sucked. Yeah. Moving on to hockey. The Stanley Cup Finals is upon us. It starts tonight on ESPN. The Lightning and the Rangers are not. The Lightning beat the Rangers. I don't know why I put that. You're just trying to make yourself feel better. Yeah. You, uh... That was actually a very good series for the Lightning. For the Rangers, it was not. They went to a lead and then just got manhandled. But the Lightning and Avalanche are meeting. Booty, I know you still have the Lightning. Yeah, 3P! 3P! Woo! Avalanche, I have the Avalanche. Who is your Conn Smythe winner? It is basically the finals MVP. I'm going to go with, for the Avalanche, if the Avalanche win, who I'm picking, I'm going to pick Nathan McKinnon. He's the best player on the Avalanche. If the Lightning win, I'm going to give you a few since you know nothing about hockey. Andre Vasilevsky is their goalie. I would probably pick him because, I mean, I don't expect him to give up very many goals. You also have Steven Stamkos, who was arguably their second, third best player behind Nikita Kucherov. Go Nikita Kucherov, finals MVP. Because you got to score goals to win the game. But blocking goals is also very important. But I think it's going to be a very score-heavy one, possibly. Two powerhouses going at it. Realize Vasilevsky, the most goals he's ever allowed in his career was actually against the Rangers in game one when he allowed eight goals, and they lost that game by one. Yeah. And in the third period and later in the overtime and stuff, his goals allowed average is like .6. Okay. Moving on to the MLB. The Braves won their 13th straight game, but they lost Ozzy Owies possibly for the rest of the year with a fractured foot after he fractured it while swinging a bat against the Washington Nationals. Of course, the Braves will look to make it 14 straight against the Nationals tonight. So, congrats to the Braves on getting their 14th straight win because you're facing Eric Fetty tonight. Hey, Eric Fetty's a goat, man. He's the best pitcher on the, the second best pitcher. So I agree, is better. Yeah. You know, I would say Strasburg. Strasburg's oh, headed yeah, back man. to the IL with something wrong with his ribs. Of course, he he looked somewhat good in the his game back against the Marlins until he allowed seven runs. But his his all-speed stuff was good. His fastball topped out at only 91 miles per hour. Miles Michaelis 
It was one out away from a no-hitter Just yesterday. one strike away. Yes, one strike away. From a no-hitter against the Pirates until he lost it because Harrison Bader's terrible. Cal Wiley hit a deep drive into center field, and Harrison Bader was playing way too shallow, and he got a bad beat on it. He, I think he came in before he went backwards. In baseball, you never take your first step form. You always go backwards. This is good for the Pirates, though, because this would have been the second time they would have been no-hit this year, except the first one didn't count because, you know, they still beat the Reds. Yeah, I'm not talking about that. But, hey, the Reds, talking about your Reds, they are only, like, two games back of the three spot in the NL Central because the Cubs have lost eight straight games and the Pirates are terrible. Woo-hoo! Playoff bound! Hey, go bet on them right now. They have like a hundred thousand to one odds to win the World Series. Well, hey, if they win the World Series, they're not winning the World Series. Be a billionaire, basically. They're not winning. No, they're not winning playoffs. (laughs) Teams that have fell off, though, the Royals are still the worst team in baseball. The Tigers are getting there. The A's are getting there. Also, the 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 race, yes, the race. The A's are the second worst team in baseball now. The Nationals are the third worst. Go Nats! Yeah. At least your team wasn't the last place the whole league for a while. Yeah. Talking about the Cardinals, Yadier Molina set the record for most put-outs by a catcher in MLB history. I know he's your favorite player. Yeah, love Yadier. Love, love Yadier. The White Sox. This has been a huge controversy over the last few weeks. A lot of their fans want this to happen. The White Sox have been struggling. Is it time to fire Tony LaRusso? Yes. Dude's drunk every game. Dude's blasted, man. He's out there like Joe Buck and Troy Aikman. Blasted out there, man. <laughs> like, like what? I'm sorry, but dude's blasted, man. At some point, he just should have stayed in retirement. Yeah, I mean, he's a great. He was a great man, but he likes alcohol too much. And when did you see that video of Jose Abreu bouncing the ball off the bat? And Tony was just like, like dosed out of his mind. Yeah, that's you. That's your damn manager. So I guess the players on the team actually haven't been that bad. It's just some of his decision making. Because Jose Abreu has actually learned how to hit the ball again. Hit two home runs the other day. Yasmani got put on the I.L., unfortunately. Or maybe fortunately for him, maybe he'll get his head out of his butt now and learn how to hit better than 174. Their pitchers have also been terrible. Yeah, Dylan so, Cease has been bad. Giolito has not the been The only one has been good has been Kopech. Of course, straight deadline coming up. Could see them. Make some moves because right now they are but still second in the division yeah. to the Twins. Who would have thought the Twins? Twins are a good team, though. Byron Buxton's playing really good. Another guy who is out for a while, he's out 10 to 12 weeks after having a bone spur removed from his pitching elbow, is our Cy Young Award pick, NL Cy Young Award pick, Walker Buehler. He'd been struggling, raises ERA up to almost four, and now he is out possibly the rest of the season. He's hopes that he can come back in time to make it make a few starts before the postseason. But is this a problem for the Dodgers? Because not only have they lost him, they have been playing absolutely terrible. And the Padres have moved ahead of them in the NL West. I don't think it's a big, big problem, but it's a problem. But they have a lot of other pitching. Tony Gonsolin, he's really good. They got a ton of prospects. If they need to bring one of them up, they can. I don't see him being a big problem. They're in a slump right now. Baseball's a long season. They are going to be getting Kershaw back yeah. in the next few weeks, as long as but he doesn't get hurt again. You can't say Mookie's not in a slump. Mookie has been very good. Everybody else on the team has been, besides yeah. him and Freddie. Yeah. The Yankees continue to just dominate. They've won five straight nine of their last ten games. They're the team to beat right now. I mean, it's not even close. Until the playoffs, huh? 
Yeah. Of course, the Mets have been falling off a little bit. They still have a huge lead over the Braves in the NL East since the NL East is terrible. But you have anything else for baseball? Did anybody make their debut this week? I think. Yeah, Gabriel Moreno did. He had a great game last night. One, two, three for four. It's like two ribbies. Does he play for? Toronto Blue Jays. So I thought. Yeah. He's a catcher, right? Yes. Very, very talented. So I was the number four ranked prospect in the game. Very good prospect. Just more youth on that team. Oh, one thing, talking about the Blue Jays, did you see the stat from Vlad Jr. and Vlad Sr.? Yeah. For their first, like, 356 games, they have the same. exact same numbers. Yeah, that's crazy. That's It's weird. It's baseball. You'll have a better career. I've always said Vladdy Daddy is going to be the best. Well, who's going to have the better career? Well, Vlad Jr., not Jr. Well, Vlad yes. Senior's already retired. Yeah, I know, but who's going to have the best I still career? think it's Vlad Senior, but Vlad Junior's starting to change my mind a little bit, but I still think Vlad Senior's just more he's more consistent of a player. I've been high on Vlad yeah. forever. So Vlad Junior. Some of my favorite players. Moving on to golf. Not just the PGA, but also the Liv tournament. Rory McIlroy won the Canadian Open. He actually went back-to-back in the Canadian Open since it was not played since 2019, in which he won it then. So congrats to Rory for his first win in a while, and he is now the betting favorite over Scotty Scheffler to win the U.S. Open this weekend. Across the pond in London, Charles Swartzel won the first live golf event, and all I got to say, this is this is terrible. It's for not just for golf. I said last week that it was bad for the PGA. This is bad for all of golf because you know what's been talked about this whole week and last week? PGA versus the Live Tour. You know what hasn't been talked about? We have the U.S. Open this weekend. The third major, third major of the year, and nobody's talking about it because we're too worried about all these guys from the PGA dissing on the Live to the guys in the Live dissing on the PGA. And the funny thing is, is that they will be playing against each other this weekend because the Live Tournament Guys who were in the PGA can play in majors because it is not a PGA-sanctioned event. So we will see Phil. We will see Dustin Johnson, more than likely. We will see everybody who was over there. And, of course, Rory had something to say after he won because it was his 21st career PGA win. And in his press conference after the win, he said that it was special to him because it was one more than another guy. And that other guy, his name is Greg Norman, who is the a great golfer. He has over 90 career wins in all of golf, but only 20 in the PGA. But he is the leader of the Live Golf event. So I am tired of hearing about Live Golf versus the PGA. I agree wholeheartedly with, I believe, what John Rahm said, that the Live Golf is not actually, it's not a good golf event. Because three rounds, there's no cut, there's only 48 players, it doesn't make you play your best. Where in the PGA, you have to play your best every day, all four days. Especially the first two to even make the cut. So, that's just my thoughts on it. I don't really care if you want to go chase your money over there. Yeah, like Dustin Johnson said, there's only, what, like 12 weeks of golf, and then you're done the rest 48 weeks of the year, something like that. That does not add up. Whatever, however many of them, I don't even care. I don't care about live golf. Nobody watched it this weekend. I would just like to say that because, for one, it's not nationally televised. It's on YouTube or their Facebook channel. So nobody watched it, and there was over, like, one million viewers of the Canadian Open. So they're not going to get backed by anybody because people would rather watch the PGA. My question to you is, does this hurt the guys that went from the PGA over to the live tournament, like Phil, Dustin Johnson, Bryson, 
Oh, then does like, it hurt their reputation? Like the fan base reputation? Does it hurt their fan base and reputation? Because for one, I'm still a fan of Phil. I don't think it hurts his reputation. I mean, he hasn't really been that good the last few years. Yes, he won the major last year. He's old. He he needs the money because he blew all of his money before. So, respect to Phil. But does this hurt not only fan bases but also their reputation? Yeah, because you're leaving the basically the, the top dog golf to go cherry pick kind of for money. I don't have respect for people that cherry pick. I know Phil did get paid like $300 million to join him. Dustin Johnson got paid well over $100 million to join him. So, I mean, if you're getting the money, take it. But reputation whenever, whenever the live event just falls off because you're not going to get as many watchers, yeah. not going to get as many sponsors backing it, you only have enough money. You only have a certain amount of money to run it. So whenever they want to come back to the PGA and the PGA says, well, remember like five years ago? You left. We're not going to allow you back. It's good. Besides majors. So they might as well get a day job. I don't think any of them need a day job. No. So like we said, the U.S. Open is this weekend. Who is your pick to win the U.S. Open? Of course, like I said, Rory is the favorite. Second favorite, Scotty Scheffler. I'm going to go with Cam Smith. He's been so close in majors before. It's his time. I'm going to say him and first Shoffley second, because, you know, I always got to pick Xander, even though he never finishes top three. And then I am going to go with – I'm going to go with Morikawa. Who's your pick? I'm going to go with Justin Thomas. So he's going to go back-to-back in majors? Yeah. Yeah. You want to give me your top three? No, I don't Daniel Suarez grabbed his first career win at Sonoma over the weekend. Uh, did you watch it? I did not watch it either. Unfortunately, I wanted to watch it because, I mean, Sonoma's always a good race. I saw the top five, and it was a lot of interesting guys up there that's not usually there. Like Michael McDowell finished top five. I believe Ty Dillon or somebody finished up there. So good for Daniel Suarez. He's the first Mexican-born driver to win in the NASCAR Cup Series. So congrats to him. And Trackhouse just continues to prove why they're the team to beat, which is sad because it's their first year. Of course, NASCAR is off this weekend for Father's Day, and then NBC takes over the coverage in Nashville in two weeks. Joseph Newgarden who I picked to win at Road America, he won. So congrats to Joseph. Uh, Alexander Rossi had a great weekend, won the pool on every practice session. Rossi's actually been driving great. I bet I said playing great. I don't think you play in the car, but <laughs> uh, he's been driving great. He's, he's actually sixth in points now, which is everybody's dissing on him, saying how he's like a terrible driver. And there he is, just at sixth in points. Of course, he hasn't won in a long time. Hey, good for Joseph Newgarden, looking for an, yet another championship. IndyCar is also off this weekend. They're actually off until July 3rd. Is that two weeks off? Yes. Two weeks off? Max Verstappen won at Azerbaijan for F1. The Ferrari guys both had engine troubles. That's been a reoccurring thing for Ferrari. Now you can be that dominant. They just have engine problems. Max Verstappen took over the lead. Point standings. Well, he had the lead. Sergio Perez took over second in the standings. Of course, the Canadian Grand Prix is this weekend, the only racing event this weekend, so should be a good one up north in Canada. Who's your pick to win? Go George Russell. I'd love to see that, but Mercedes is so bad. Yeah, but... I got Sergio Perez. Different Red Bull. Yeah. We'll go with Carlos Sands. He's been pretty good, but Floyd's been kind of poo with the engines. So. Yeah. Lando Norris. Fernando Alonso. I want to see Fernando win I love Fernando. I mean, there's really two good teams. That's how it is in F1. I hate that. 
competitive. There's only like they make competitive. Two good teams every year. They make like it used to be Ferrari Mercedes, then it went Mercedes Red Bull, and now it's Ferrari Red Bull. Like it's not fun when you see the same four guys Top win four. every week. Yeah. I mean it makes for at least this is actually a good points race because I mean a few years ago when Hamilton won it and like five races in, you knew nobody was beating him. At least that's good. I mean, last year was one of the best points races ever. Man. Went down to at the last corner. And Lewis Hamilton got robbed. He did not. He got robbed. Shut up. He got robbed. Lewis Hamilton. Shut up. Get on to Erling Holland. Okay. Erling Holland got signed to Manchester City. Not United. Manchester City. I don't know those two Manchesters. That shows how much I love soccer and no soccer. Thank you. Thank you guys for listening. Enjoy the NBA Finals. It will be wrapping up either tomorrow, Thursday, or Sunday night. So be sure to pay attention to that. Go Warriors. You're not going to say go Celtics. <laughs> Enjoy some baseball. Hopefully nobody else gets hurt because there's been a lot of injuries over the last week. Uh, enjoy some. Enjoy the U.S. Open this weekend. And also, to all them dads out there that listen, have a great Father's Day weekend. Thank you for listening. Peace.